Hi, I'm Dr. Roseanne, and I'm a mental health trailblazer. And join me as we have real conversations about real solutions to kids' problems. And today, we're going to talk about why so many kids are having mental health issues today. So let's dive in. Hi, everybody. I'm Dr. Roseanne, and we're going to dive into what's my mission? So I am super passionate about kids' mental health, and it is not exactly the best time in kids' mental health. And that's why we're doing this episode of why children's mental health is more important than ever. So, you know, if you know me before the pandemic in January of 2020, I started the Global Institute of Children's Mental Health and kids' mental health has been important for me as I enter into my third decade of working with kids and families. And I love working with kids and families, but I'm really worried. We have a huge uptick in kids' mental health issues, physical issues, and very, very scary that today we have so many kids struggling and it's actually one in two kids in the United States have a physical or a mental health problem. That's 10-year-old data, my friends, mamas and papas. And, you know, we know in the pandemic, we know through survey research that there has been an uptick in anxiety, depression, suicidal ideation, and of course, Mama and Papa Stress, according to the APA Stress in America survey that they do every year, the 2020 results say 70% of parents are experiencing significant pandemic parenting stress. No surprise. And, you know, if you've heard me talk, I think every parent should be getting a purple heart, teachers too, during this pandemic because things have really been hard. But, you know, we know through this data, one in two kids have a physical or mental health problem. You know, when I started in the early 90s working with families, you know, kids had issues. Of course, we've all had issues. I had issues as kids. My kids, you know, have kids have issues at different times. Sometimes they're developmental. But what's happening now is not only do we have such a rise in clinical issues, we have a rise in multiple issues. And we are not getting better at the diagnostics. I think we're actually getting worse as people have sort of learned to accept stress. And And during this time, I've just seen such a rise in kids' issues. And really, everyone always asks me, you know, why, Roseanne? Like, what's happening? Why are so many kids struggling? It's not an easy answer because there's a lot of reasons why kids are struggling today. And one of the biggest reasons is we've accepted stress as part of our culture and kids don't have coping skills. They have zero stress tolerance and we are very disconnected from our body sensations and our thoughts and our feelings. And they're just not a priority today. And academics have become a priority as well as become a benchmark for mental health. We think that if you're doing great in school, that you can't have an issue. And I'm here to tell you that's not true. In fact, most of the kids I work with do pretty good in school and there's variety in that, right? 
but are not holding it together at home, right? So they put all their effort into school. They want to do their best. They want to please their teachers. They don't want to be embarrassed in front of the other kids. And they respond to the structure of school, right? There's a lot of structure. And then at school, they're shining. And at home, they fall apart. That's normal. It's not that they're doing it on purpose. It's because that's where they feel most comfortable. And hopefully that's an aha moment for you. But I truly am on this mission to change the way we view and treat children's mental health. And, you know, part of my mission is to educate people. What are the signs and symptoms? One of the scariest statistics that I have ever seen is that it takes on average from the start of a problem to when a person gets appropriate help, 11 years. And people often say to me, 11 years, how is that possible? Well, it's because we are really not adept at really understanding what are the signs and symptoms, how does it show up for kids, and what are parents going to do about it? Because, you know, I'm all about solutions for struggling kids. And so part of that problem is we're not identifying it correctly. So I'm there talking about that. But I'm also talking a lot about what can you do? What can parents do? And what does the research say we can do? What are the science behind how we change kids' behaviors? Why are we putting spaghetti on a wall and saying, let's try this medication, you know, let's do things like talk therapy for kids when they're really stress activated. You know, the brain doesn't respond to language and can't take action or pay attention when the nervous system is stress activated. I'm going to talk more about it on this podcast. You're going to hear me talk every time about the nervous system because the brain and using brain-based techniques and therapies to create change for children and families is how lasting change happens. Does your child struggle to complete tasks or they can't stay focused enough to finish their homework or get anything done? Or maybe they're super fearful and moody. This may leave you questioning if your child has ADHD or something else like a learning problem, anxiety, depression, or OCD. Well, I've created a quick quiz that will tell you if it's ADHD or something else. Text the word quiz to 13ALERTMORE to take my free quiz so you can get to the bottom of what's going on and the right solutions. That's text the word quiz to one three alert more. You know, I want parents to have solutions in their hands. Some solutions start working right away. But when kids are struggling, it takes time. It takes consistency. And that's the other part is to, you know, show parents the steps. There's not a step. There's not a magic wand, right? You know, anybody who knows me knows I do literally have a magic wand on my desk. And it's because I want people to understand that, you know, when a child is struggling, that these behaviors don't happen overnight and the nervous system learns to respond in a certain way. So when I say behaviors, I mean your child, your teenager, your young adult, you as a parent. Your body starts responding to things out of habits and we can unwind that. 
and we can learn about it. And so this podcast is changing. It's going to be different because I really want parents to see solutions and feel the solutions in their hands so that they can take action about it. And we're going to have amazing stories from all types of parents some parents you might know, some parents you might not. And really, what kind of actions do they take? What were their solutions when their child was at a moment of struggle? Because I don't care how awesome your kid is, and every kid is awesome, but some kids are just easier, right? I talk a lot about kids that are just sort of easy to parent, and which is why you probably have six kids. If you're listening, you might have some easier kids. But Every kid has a moment of struggle, right? And what's the lesson? What are we teaching our kids? How are we helping our kids to cope? How are we helping our kids to tolerate uncomfortable moments? Because that, that is what builds grit, resiliency. That's what teaches them those coping skills. And those are the keys to awesome mental health. And Everybody wants their kids to be happy and healthy. I know you say you want them to be a straight A student too, and that's okay if that's their organic way, but we can't create amazing human beings if your kid doesn't feel good about themselves, if they don't love themselves. And I really know how much kids and families are struggling today. Things like anxiety, ADD, you know, stress, it's colorblind. It's income blind. It doesn't matter where you are. These are things that are affecting people. And your child will face stress every single day. You can't do bubble wrap parenting. And we have to teach them to get through these harder moments. And they can be lots of little harder moments to prepare them for the bigger ones. So we're going to focus on solutions for struggling kids. I'm going to empower you as parents. This is going to be an amazing journey. And I hope that you continue to spend time listening to these podcasts, sharing these with your friends, loving my amazing guests that are going to be joining us. And I look forward to helping you help your child really just be an amazing human being, raising that successful kid and whatever that means for them and really to bring balance into your life so that you can restore some of that calm, get rid of that friction, see your kid be attentive, right, at school without you nagging them. So we're going to be talking about this in every episode. We're going to talk about a lot of clinical issues and those solutions. So Sending everybody what I always say a lot of love and remember, as I always say, it's going to be okay. (laughs) And if you don't have my book, it's going to be okay. I really recommend that you get it. It really is the step-by-step way to unwind whatever struggle is going on with your kid, regardless of clinical issue or not. So catch you on the next episode. Parenting is so hard and there are so many ups and downs. Just know that no matter what is going on with your kid and family, it's going to be okay. You need the right solution to help your child be successful at home, school, and life. And that's why I've created the Solution Matcher. Go to drrosanne.com forward slash help, D-R-R-O-S-E-A-N-N forward slash help to get the right solution for where you're at.